All right, guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. 13. Happy New Year, Happy guys. Happy New Year, guys. Cool. First time saying it in 2021. 2021. We love you already. We yes. know you're going to have great things for us. The Lord has already promised that. Absolutely. Um, so We're excited to be back. Very excited. First Very podcast excited. of Absolutely. 2021. Yes, it's going to be a great year. This is going to be a great podcast. I think this is going to be a great start to it as well. Yeah. So I'm excited. Happy to be back with you guys. Uh, for all you who are listening, thank you for joining us again, as always. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate what you're doing. We just always like to take time to thank you guys because you could be doing anything else right now, but you're listening to us and we don't take it lightly. Uh, we we hold it as an honor to do this for you guys and do it for the glory of God as well. So Amen. thank you guys for being with us. Continue to share, like, share, and subscribe to for people that we're being a blessing to you guys. Then share it so we can be a blessing to other people as well. Amen. I agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are you doing today, love? You know, it's been a long day. I know. And this is going to be the highlight of my day, I believe. Aww. Yeah, spending time with you doing this podcast is going to be great. It always is. that's awesome. For you guys who don't know, we typically do our podcast at night. Mm -hmm. Um, So we typically record at night. So It's quiet in the house. It's quiet in the house. (laughs) You know, the kids are usually asleep tonight. They are not. They're not. But they are still quiet. Yeah. So praise the Lord for that. And um, so, yeah, this it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Uh, right, yeah, it's definitely after 8 o'clock right now, you know, where we're recording this. So thank you guys again for tuning in. And our kids are up and they're being obedient, but we love them and they allow us to do this as well. So shout out to our kids. All right, Elijah and Leah, you got your one shout out. One shout out. You That's got it. it. You earned it. You earned it. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we are going to talk about... Mission, mission state. statements. Yeah. You, yes. I was going to say it, and then you said it, but I wasn't prepared to say it with you, so My it kind of threw me off, and I didn't even finish saying it. Yeah, well, it's so, staying in there. Yeah. Mission <laughs> statements. Mission statements. <laughs> and we think this is a great thing to start the year off with because, again, it's a new year. We always come into the new year with the New Year's resolutions and things of that nature. Some of them don't stick and things of that nature, but hopefully... This topic, the mission statement, will stick, and we're going to gear it towards marriages, of course. Absolutely. First off, have any of you ever heard of a marriage mission statement? I know you know what a mission statement is. Like, if you've worked for any company or been a part of any organization, they have a mission statement or a vision statement. Um, And so, like, have you guys ever heard of that for your your marriage? Right. Like, what did you think about when you heard of it, when we first talked about it? Oh, corporate stuff. You know, oh, hey, I've heard of that in any, in any corporate setting that I've been in. This is our mission statement. This is our goal. This is what makes us who we are. But what did you think about it, like, in terms for your marriage? Then I felt like this is who we are. This is our mission statement. This is who we are as a marriage, as a married couple. This is what we want our marriage to be like. And that's what I thought it should be. And I think that's what we're finding out as well as we've studied and are, are wrapping up and cultivating and growing our mission statement. You know why I think it's important for us to do that? Because I'm just going to jump right in and tell you why I think it's important. You know, I could I could do the whole question thing, but I'm going to jump right in. I feel like it's so important because I think we have all of these thoughts of what our marriage is and what our marriage should be, but we don't write them down. No. And so then there's miscommunication. Mm. Um, There's uh, 
missed expectation. What's the word? I'm, it's not missed expectation. Um, Communication. No, 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 no. It's like when expectations are not met. Unmet expectations. Ah, That's there actually you go. it. <laughs> but like there's unmet expectations. Yes. There's all these things that now take place because we didn't we didn't have the mission for our marriage written yeah. out where both of us could see where both of us could be held accountable. Yeah. Because if you have it written out, it's not like a contract, but it does keep you accountable. Yeah, and it adds clarity. I, I love everything that you're saying right now because it, it makes me think about just any mission that anybody wants to do, whether right. it's, whether it's uh, military missions or whether it's a mission of a team on a football field or yeah. a basketball court. They all have a mission, and if every player on a basketball court has a different mission than the whole team mission, then you're not going to accomplish gonna... much at all. Exactly. <laughs> I love what you just said. Like, if we have different missions, and that's the thing about creating a mission statement for your marriage, you come together so you have the same mission. Yeah. You have the same purpose. You know what I just thought about, too? What? So, uh, for those of you who don't know, we went to um, CMN, which oh. stands for Church Multiplication Network. So, shout out to them. Um, uh, like, yeah. We don't have to tell the whole story about that, but this is just basically. That's coming. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. But it's a training session. You remember what they said there about. No. Um, that was so long ago, babe. Yeah. But they had a <laughs> session. They had a session in there where it was talking about how churches can have, make sure everybody has the same mission, how it's important to do that, and how. As a leader of an organization, whether it be a church organization or even, you know, a, a corporate organization, how you have to make sure that even the people who are really strong leaders, yeah, if you don't give them a clear mission, then they are make up a mission of their own. And that mission could go against everything that you actually stand for. Oh, yeah. I do remember <laughs> hearing that. I did. I do remember hearing, that was like we heard so much that day. I'm glad uh, you took that away. That's actually a really good point. Right. And because you're my lovely wife, you are also very strong minded as well. Yeah. And if I don't, you know, give you any thoughts about you know a mission as well, then you will create, create my, my own. own. You'll create your own. And although um, I may be gentle, and, and I guess it may be different. I don't know what, what I'm trying to say, but we, we, we touched on that. Oh, go back to another podcast. You know, I may be, you know, you're more passive aggressive. Is that the right one? And I'm yeah. more passive, if I remember that yeah. correctly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So our personalities may be different. So if you don't give me a vision for yourself as well, then I'm such a helper. I give you what I think you want. Yeah. And it might not be what you want. Yeah. So clarifying the vision and the mission. Yeah. And that's so important. And that's, that's basically what this podcast is about today. We are talking about how to create your mission statement and what it actually means for you and your family. Mm -hmm. And so with this, we did a little research mm -hmm. and we found this wonderful article off this uh, blog, Symphony of Praise, and it's written by this lady named Erica Michelle. So shout out to her. Yes. <laughs> and she goes through talking about... Um, her marriage mission statement and how, you know, her and her husband came together to do that. It was so, so good. Mm -hmm. um, and this is how we decided we wanted to create our mission statement. So let's go ahead and give out like the, the, the viewpoints on it. First, I want to say that um, we will not be sharing our mission statement with you on this podcast. Yes. 
You're going to have to listen to the next one to hear it. Because, again, full transparency, guys. You know, We're working on it. We're working on it. We want to cultivate one that's going to be clear and concise, one that we can both agree to and understand it, and there's no confusion behind it. So it may take time for you guys to cultivate your own mission statement and get that together as well. So come that's back, what... and we'll let you know what we have. Yeah, because, like, we, I think we've, like, talked about, and maybe even what I'm a I'm a writer. So I've written down several things for like the family and everything. And of course, Darren has uh, read them and everything like that. But I don't think we've like hard pressed, like stamped. This is our mission statement for our family. Um, And so, yeah, to actually like organize it in that way. I'm very excited. I'm actually very excited about it too as well. Just to remain focused because you know I'm on a journey right now to stay focused and remain focused (laughs) on what I'm trying to do as well. And that's a weakness I've had because you're right. I will admit and I will bow down to you. You you take the lead. You tell me all the time, hey, Darren, write it down. Write the vision. Make it plain. Stuff like that, right? Write down your mission statement. And I I don't like writing. At least I tell myself that lie. You know, but like, she writes. And I, she I write down. because I'm a writer. He mm-hmm. has the vision. He has the thoughts. He has all of these things. But I just got to get him to put the pen to the paper. That's all right, because we're still growing in every yes. in all these areas. Yes. And so he is more proficient in a lot of different areas where I am not and I am still growing. So That's you're okay. doing great, babe. Oh, thank you, babe. I love <laughs> cool. Well, let's get started. Um, there's a few steps. They are. Um, that we go through as far that she that she goes through right yeah we're basically we're gonna go through not go through her article or anything like that we're just gonna go through some of this you know maybe some steps and things of that nature you know but we're just not ashamed to you know we're the body of christ you know so if she if somebody finds something that's good for us we are presented to you guys as well absolutely so that's what we're gonna do now and let's go through some of the steps that we found were helpful yes so the first step can seem like a cliche but it's yeah it's basically just praying yeah i mean you pray about what you're trying to do pray to god and take some time to quiet yourself and listen and god what do you want our marriage to be when you brought when you made me and you knew you had pamela for me i'm using myself as an example what did you see in the both of us and why did you bring us together and what do you want our marriage to be Exactly. And like, also, side note, he's the only one that calls me Pamela. So if Oops. you, you know, are in conversation with me, please don't. Please I don't earned do that, that, right? Oh. Please don't do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so like pray. And I think that's how we should approach everything, though, right? We so if, should. If, so this shouldn't be new, but this is something we definitely don't want to skip because yeah. we should approach everything we do with prayer. Right. It's, it's, it's like it's like our pastor said, you may know to pray, but do you believe enough to do it? Because you do what you believe. You don't necessarily do what you know. So we may know to pray. Yeah. But do we really pray, you know, for our marriage? Or do we really pray for our marriage? Do you believe that it's really going to help you? Do you believe that it's actually going to do what you say it will do? That's good. Shout out to Pastor James. Hey, Pastor James. Love you. (laughs) Uh, Step two. You should take time. Set time aside to do this with no distractions. Put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. Put your phones away unless you're on the Bible app or something like that. You know, and just spend time together and maybe even separated as well to figure out what God is saying to you in this moment. I'm going to take it a step further. Put your Bible app away. 
Open your Bible. Yep. Open that book that you got. Old school still works. Old school still works. <laughs> the blood still works, as mm. they would say. Yes. <laughs> it's something about filling the pages <laughs> and being able to flip through them and feel the wind as it goes down. Yeah, oh man. Oh, my goodness. No, seriously. I, I say that because phones are are good. They're very helpful, but they're very easy distractions mm-hmm. for you. And though you may be like, I'm going to use this Bible app, a text can come through, an email can come through, an alert comes through, and I'll just check it real quick. And next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're distracted from the mission. So put your phone down, open your Bible, go to God, set aside that time. You need mm-hmm. that time. Yep, and it's not just the women that can get distracted. Yeah, we can too, guys. You get that sport alert is going on, let you know what score is going on. You got to put it away Yeah. and make this a priority is your marriage more important than the message that this came up on your phone absolutely let's go (laughs) another thing is being honest and being vulnerable and this is where the tough conversations come in when you're sitting down at the table or on the couch or in the bed wherever you're having this discussion about your mission statement you've got to open up because i feel like sometimes like especially like talking about our mission statement like you can't be afraid to uh, to voice what you want to achieve yeah you can't be afraid to avoid to voice what you're afraid of like what scares you right in this marriage what what's what scares you absolutely it's just you got to put it all out there in the open this is your spouse husband this is your wife you're talking to wives this is your husband you're talking to you guys need to be in a position where you trust each other and you can be in a safe environment where you can be vulnerable because you can't, you're not in the courting stage or the dating stage where you're only showing somebody the good sides of your you. Your representative, as yeah. one of my friends right. said, you meet my representative when we first Correct. meet. Correct. <laughs> not, you're not doing that anymore. Now it's time to get to know the real person, especially if you're maybe new to marriage. Even those of us who've been married for some years, sometimes you're still learning about a person. This is the time where you spend time and you just open up and say, hey, this is the ugly side of me. I'm self-conscious about this. Or I'm worried about this. Or this part of our marriage concerns me. All that stuff needs to be brought out in the open because if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. And you don't want to do that. You want to get ahead of the things that bother you or things that concern you. Amen. Yeah, so just open up. Don't be afraid to open up. It's very important. Otherwise, your mission statement will not be as good as it needs to be. That's it. That's Mm -hmm. true. Well, the next step is... Um, I love this next step. <laughs> reading the word together. Amen. You want to read the word together. Like, oh my gosh, we are so super safe. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> but that's like one of the things. Like, you want to read the word together because you're praying to God. You're asking him, you know, what it is we need to do. Well, you know, if the Bible has what we need in it, don't you think God has already put how he wants your marriage to go in the word? He created marriage. Why are you not opening the Bible to see what he has to say and what he desires for your marriage? Oh, guys, I'm so passionate about this. That, That Bible is living, breathing word. It is revelation. Is what we need in this world. We pick up so much other stuff that doesn't do us any bit of good, but the Bible has clear answers in life for you. Pick it up and read it together. Absolutely. Read it together. It's good for you guys to study your father's word together. It's something 
that's very intimate about that as well. I would, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole, but intimacy, if you start reading the Bible as well, if you got some issues with intimacy, read the Bible together and, and, and watch what God does for you because he's for your intimacy as well. Ooh, now that's a word. He uh -huh. is for your intimacy. Now, see, listen, we're not going to get off topic because that's also something we're going to discuss later, later on. on. But we mm -hmm. have a couple of scriptures yes that um are su some suggested scriptures that will help you cultivate like questions and thought process and mm -hmm. one of them comes out of proverbs 29 verse 18 i'll quickly read it to you your version you'll know it by how i read it and it says where there is no revelation people cast off restraint but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instructions now you probably heard it in different ways but um basically you know where there's no vision, people perish. Right. Where there's no vision, people perish. And honestly, that that verse in and of itself can sum up this whole podcast a why or answer the question of why you need a mission statement. Yep. If you're married and you're just going by the flying by the seat of your pants in your marriage and you don't have a vision yeah. for your marriage and a mission for why you guys are together and what you guys are gonna be doing while you're married. You'll just be living life together, and it's almost like you guys are just partners. Yeah. In life, and although that's good, and you're there, but you're you're meant to be so much more. That that is so true. And here's the thing: here's some questions that you want to ask mm -hmm. while you're while you're going through that. You want to ask these questions like, "What do we want our marriage to look like when we're like?" 80, 90 right. years old, how, whatever age it is that you can see, however far you can see, what do you want your marriage to look like? Correct. That's, that's kind of the question you want to ask behind that. And, and how does God's word guide our marriage? Yeah. You, you, you have to, to ask these questions once you're reading in the word. Yeah. And answer, ask them together. You can ask these separately as well and then come together and, and then get each other's answers to these. But this is very important to know how each other husband, how does your wife answer this question? Wife, how does my husband see this question answered? And then come together and make sure you guys understand it together. Because like you said, when you get older, you're going to get older. And a lot of times when people are getting married, they think they're in love, but really they're in infatuation. They may even be in lust and God will still bless marriages. Cause once you say I do, God is now for you. So don't read into that too much. But the thing is you will get older. And, you know, when you get older, things happen and you have to go through more. You got to have more than just that that visual um, like for somebody in a sense of your spouse. You got to know that person. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What's the next verse? So it's Joshua 24 verses 14 through 15. I'm going to read those for you guys. And yeah. it says, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods of your ancestors, worship beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. That's probably the most recognized part of that verse. Mm -hmm. And and outside of that, the questions you want to ask is like, how do we serve the Lord together in our marriage? Yes. Because I was raised one way. You were raised another way. Mm -hmm. We came to faith in different ways. How are we going to now serve the Lord together? Right. And what does that look like in our marriage? Absolutely. 
Um, I'd say for you and I, it's something completely different. You being called to ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Darren being called to ministry, that means our whole family is called to ministry. Amen. So then what now does that look like for our family? Mm-hmm. And how, how we've got to now adjust that or, and, or put that part in there. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're right. As for me and our house, we will serve the Lord and our children know that. And I'm grateful that they do. Because when you serve the Lord, it affects more than just your marriage. It affects your entire house, especially when you bring um, children into the situation as well. So you have to ask yourselves that question as a couple. As we serve the Lord together, how does this look? How does this affect us and our marriage and our entire house? And I guarantee you, though, the answer to that question is going to affect you positively. But we do have another verse. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it is Psalms 127, verse 1. And it goes, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. Guys, I don't know if you heard that right, but I, I love that. Because, again, to me, it, it it's like if you don't have a mission statement... <laughs> Then it's gonna be in vain. It could fall. Is this what, what you're? You want to say no? Okay. What you're building? No. What you're building in your marriage? You're building uh, almost like a, a, a metaphorical house. You have to have a great strong foundation, and your mission statement is that foundation or a part of that foundation. And since the word of God, of course, is your foundation, you get what I'm saying. But the mission statement is a very important piece of that puzzle. Because it lets you know how big you can build your house. And if God's not a part of it, because listen to the verse, it said, unless the Lord builds the house, Mm -hmm. not you and what you've read and what it means to be married after the first 90 days, not the articles that we pull up from all the marriage gurus, um, like not even like your spiritual leaders. Come on. It says, unless the Lord builds this house, which means we have to go to God Mm -hmm. for everything. Absolutely. Now, and honestly, I'll take that a slight step further. Not even us. Not even. Not even us. I mean, don't get me wrong. We love you, and we have your best interests at heart, but we're still not God. And you should be hearing from God what He wants your marriage to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we just we just feel that so so strongly. So, like, how can you let um, the Lord build your relationship, and have you done that? Yeah. That's one of the things you need to need to consider. And the last scripture, I know you're like, wow, you guys got a lot of verses tonight. Hey, listen, we came ready mm-hmm. to do this thing with the mission statement. And, and it's the first podcast of the year, guys. Come we're on. full. We, we break and we're ready to talk to you guys. Yes, so let's we're go. so ready. Okay, <laughs> the next verse, the last one that we have is 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 the foundation for head and heart. 13, 13, 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 13. <laughs> verse 13. For those of you guys who didn't know, that is where the 13, 13 comes from. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. But we're going to start at verse 4. And it says, and I love this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It is. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. 
where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall now know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And if you didn't know that last part, and now these three remain, that's the 13th verse. And that is what this podcast is named after. And like, just think about that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's summing up what love is. You know what stood out to me when you were reading that? What? All the alwayses. All the alwayses. <laughs> all the alwayses. Love always does this. Love is always patient, always kind. You know, or, or it never boasts. It never does the negative stuff, but it always does the positive things. It doesn't say it's sometimes love. It always protects. It, does, it always protects. It doesn't say, uh, I will sometimes protect you as long I'll, as I'll you. I'll trust you this day. It says it always oh, trusts. Always. It's like, I, I, I love you. When you wear the thing that I like, uh, the dress that I like, you know, I love you then. Or when you cook me the nice meal, but yeah, no, always. Always. And and how you can look at this in your, uh, when it comes to doing your marriage mission statement, what areas are you struggling with? Yep, that's what I was going to say, because that goes back to your vulnerability. Yeah. You could be vulnerable and say, you know what, I struggle with the always being kind part. Because you know? I get hangry. Right, yeah, that can happen. <laughs> that can happen. You know, I, I, I struggle with the love is always patient part because sometimes I want you to do something right now and you're taking your time with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be vulnerable about those situations and own your faults, or own what's going on with you, mm-hmm. you know, and also you can still be vulnerable and safe with your spouse. You know, so, yeah, like my wife said, you know, which one of those personalities you know, or those verses do you personally struggle with? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? You have to make sure your heart is right. I want to share very quickly that the Lord gave me a word this year. He gave me a word um, like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago now. Um, It was right after Christmas and it was coming up on the new year. And as I was hearing all of these things that people were declaring for the new year and how God is going to restore and how he's going to redeem and how he's going to do all this other stuff, I heard God tell me, yes, yes, um, but I'm checking for the position of your heart. Mm -hmm. And so that stuck with me. That's my own personal word. I'm sharing it to let you know that also it comes into play when it comes to this mission statement, because how is your heart positioned towards your spouse with this? Mm-hmm. Like, how how are you seeing them as they're opening up and they're being vulnerable, or Correct. as they're not opening up and being vulnerable? Are you being pushy? Yeah, are you being pushy? Are you just are you not he- really here? I'm not no, sure what the word I'm looking for here, present? but you know, yeah, you're not really present right here. Like you're saying, like okay, let's talk about this mission statement, but you're not really invested in like you really should be. Be all the way invested in the mission statement as well, and when you're doing it. Are you, are, is your heart right? Are you taking time when that vulnerability happens? It's like, yeah, you know what? You do always do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, are you, I really wish you wouldn't do that. Are you doing it that way when you're doing a mission statement? Are you guys coming together collectively understanding that neither one of you are perfect? Amen. And your marriage is not perfect because you are a part of your marriage. And when you entered your marriage, your marriage stopped being perfect if it was perfect when you got there. Exactly. You know? 
But how is your heart position? Is your heart position what, hey, what I want in my marriage is my marriage to be the best way it can be. Exactly. And that's why we're doing a mission statement. I didn't even say that earlier. I should have said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said it, so it's yeah. good. Um, the next thing you want to do is you want to brainstorm. Yep. You want to ask these questions. You want to Now that you've done all of those things, you want to sit down and you want to ask a few questions. And we're going to give a couple of questions. And what we'll do is we'll like type out these questions and put them up on the site. That's good. Um, so that way you can go to the site and get these questions. Um, tag the, um, the, the, the article and everything yeah. so you can just go through and get these questions. But here, you want to start with your purpose. Yep. What is the purpose of your marriage? What is it? You know, is it to be uh, mission minded? Uh, full of romance. Uh, do you like want a large family? Part. Do you want a small family? I like the romance part. You like the romance part? I love the romance part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your dreams? Mm. What are your goals, your yes. aspirations? What are your dreams? Uh, go to your beliefs then. What principles are, what, what guide your marriage? What beliefs guide your relationship? And what, and how will they help you accomplish your dreams together? Yep. What do you value? Absolutely. You know? Um, so like, um, also like what role does God play in your marriage? Yep. Okay. What role does your husband play in this marriage? Or what role wife. does your wife yeah. play? I know roles can be a tricky word. Don't let that sting no. you. Don't let that bother you. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not a tricky word. No, I mean, no, I'm not that it's not a tricky word. I mean, it's don't let, don't let it sting you. I yeah, don't let it sting you. Don't let you. it put you in a box. Yeah, please, please don't. You're just really laying out your expectations for your spouse. Like, hey, we got married and this is kind of like what I expected. Yeah. What I thought would happen and where are you on this? How do you feel about this? Because this is what I would like to happen. Yep. How are you feeling about this? And if you're able to receive that and check the position of your heart, check the position, you know, and make sure your heart is right when you're having these conversations, you can actually see there's actually a lot of honor in some of those supposedly roles they put you in a box. Like it may be honoring for my wife to see me as the head of this house, or the man's house, or the provider in a sense, the person that maybe goes out and brings home the bacon, for lack of a better terms. That may be uh, something that she. That's, that I can see as honor. So although it may put me in a proverbial box, if you will, I can still say, well, you know what? I actually like the fact that she sees me that way, mm -hmm. that she views me in that way. Although I may be more than just that, the fact that she looks at me and say, hey, that's my guy and I can depend on him to do this or I would like to depend on him to do this. Yeah, mm -hmm. very good. I love that. And same for wives as well, you know. And then, like, our strengths. Like, what is, uh, what's one of your strengths? What can you bring to the, what do you bring to this marriage mm -hmm. that, that I can always depend on? Or, like, what do you not bring? What, what are your weaknesses? How can I yeah. help you? Like, those are some things that you want to put in as well. And then when you get down to your goals, you want to talk about, like, what is it that we want to accomplish in life together? Mm -hmm. You know? Do you, like, they, they have examples. Like, do you want to just go on a vac vacation every year? I love the vacation. You do. You know, do you want to go on a vacation every year? Do you want to serve in the church together? Mm -hmm. Like, Darren and I have very specific goals when it comes to ministry. We have things that we want to accomplish, things that we want to do. And, um... So we have to talk about that so that we can make sure that we have it. Yes. And like, uh, what three things are the most important to you in your marriage? Yes. You know, like, is it communication? 
That's, it, yeah. Is it is it like um, romance? It is. Um, gosh, <laughs> is it parenting? Like, what are mm. the? Three, Don't mind me, guys. I'm sorry. What are the three most important things in your marriage? You want to look at those things. You want to pull those things out so you can know, like, hey, this really matters. Yes. To my wife, this really matters to my husband. Yeah, you know, and I, I love that you added that because I may have said it before. If not, I'm going to say it here. Even if it doesn't seem important to me, if it's important to my wife, then it's important. Man. Period. You know what? That's <laughs> such a revelation. How did you come upon that revelation? Oh, because I have a wonderful wife who told me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> when no. we first... Like, yes. Listen. No, go. When we, <laughs> Sorry. we were arguing like young married couples mm -hmm. and he could not understand my frustration and he's like... This is not a big deal. And I would tell him, listen, if it's a big deal to me, as your wife, whom you love and care about, it shouldn't be a big deal to you. I mean, it, yeah. I get it on the standpoint of it doesn't affect you the same way that it affects me, but it should still mean something to you because it's it's upsetting me. Yep. yep. So, fellas, <laughs> take my word for it. You can pay me later. Just kidding. But if your wife... It's something you you can't even fathom. Why is it such a big deal? Because, you know, guys, we tend to be, you know, we let things go. It's not really a big deal to us. We're able to, you know, rationale things and whatnot. Not saying that women are rational. I'm just saying, men, we can kind of compartmentalize and put things in proper perspective sometimes. If your wife is telling you this is important to me, then it's important. It's important. So if she wants you to put the toilet seat down, even though you believe she should look before she sits, oh my just gosh. put it down. Listen, <laughs> it, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Number seven, moving on. Write it out and make it visible. That is what you want to do. You want to make your mission visible. visible. So you can see it. So you can see it. It's right in front of you. And we spread the scripture earlier, right? You know, if you don't write it down, it, there, there's going to be confusion. We well, didn't there's read no that. vision. Well, yeah, but we didn't. Perish. But we didn't read that scripture oh. where it says like write out the vision and make it plain. That's Habakkuk. Yeah, um, it is. Um, and you should read that. You, you should. <laughs> I think it's Habakkuk two two. Um, I'll correct it if I'm wrong. If I find out I'm wrong, but yeah. So that's you. You do. You want to write it out. You want to have it in front of you. Why? Because you can see it, but also accountability. Yeah. Accountability. You you need that accountability. You need someone to say like, okay, remember, this is what we said we were going to do. Yep, that's right. By the way, you were right. It is Rebecca Tutu. Come on, memory. Let's go. Woo! Memorize some verses, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. The next step is, and don't worry, we're almost ending in the steps. Don't worry. Okay, yes. stick with us. We got like two more. Write it out. <laughs> um, you want to revise as, as need. needed. Times change, guys. You I change. Mean, who change? No, I'm saying you change. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It's just me. Okay, but yes, yes. No, times change, guys. Your marriage changes, and that's great. You evolve. You're supposed to evolve. You're not the same person you were uh, 10 years ago. Me and my wife have been married 13 years. Whoop. whoop, whoop. And I'm not the same guy as I was in year one. I've matured a lot. I've grown a lot. Not necessarily in physical appearance although that may be true in certain that's thank you see see Boy. see guys see guys that's 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 why i love her she's she's great 
and she is fine too, and she knows she is. So, uh, we gonna move on because we. I'm just anyway I'm trying to get brownie <laughs> points. I'm supposed to be talking to y'all <laughs> now, but yeah, times change, guys. You know, so revise, revisit the statement that you guys made. Maybe revisit it every year, maybe twice a year. Maybe see at the six month um, mark. Are we still feeling this? Does it still match That's for good. us? That's good. You know, and then you revise as needed as well. So yeah, absolutely. And the last thing you want to do is you want to pray again. Again. You're going to now pray over your mission statement um, because, you know, the enemy is real and mm. he would love nothing more than to create, confu- sure. <laughs> create confusion and divide you and your spouse, yes. um, create division. Um, that is what he loves most. And, you know, he's out for marriages. So pray over your mission statement. Pray over each other that you will be uh, diligent yes. and vigilant when it comes to this mission statement and carrying it out be willing to fight for your marriage yes be willing to fight for your relationship it's important because satan is fighting against you whether you realize it or not he thinks it's so important that he's trying to create the confusion because he just knows like hey man they're they're great together let's yeah Listen, satan knows your potential and knows the potential of your marriage and how it can harm him more than sometimes we do, I think. Yeah. Which is why he tries to come against marriages so hard. Yeah. You know, um, whatever God is for, Satan is against. Mm-hmm. And God is for marriage. He created marriages and he is for marriages. So he Satan is for is, your marriage. Yes, he is for your marriage. That's good. So so by design, Satan is against your marriage and he's going to come against it. So be ready for that. And your mission statement will help you. During the times when Satan is coming against your marriage, because your mission statement will point you in the direction where you both are going, and your mission statement will keep you just where you need to be. It will remind you where you need to be and keep you on course. Amen. So, I really hope you guys listen to this. Hope you guys maybe read the article that we have mentioned a few times to you as well. Really hope you guys take it seriously as well and create your own mission statement. We would love to hear some of your mission statements if you wish so wish to um, to share that with us. Or just share some of the highlights. Yeah. Um, like I said, we are still working on ours, um, but we just decide like 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 mentally. I think we had a mission statement, but writing it out, it's I different. Don't th- it's different. It's so different, but it's so worth it. And we are going to share next podcast yes um about our mission statement so you will get to hear what it is that we've created and what it is that we've come up with and um just in case you you know just want to hear something different tune in for that next week yes it is quick plug you don't want to miss this week this week's going to be great it's going to be slightly similar to this but oh yeah you this will be fantastic yeah you don't want to miss next week's topic either but Thank you again for like joining us. I hope this was good. I hope yeah. we made you laugh a little bit. Hope so. I laughed. I, you I know laughed. what? At this point, I enjoyed it. So I'm it like, <laughs> yeah, if not, it was for me too. Then, it was for case. me too. So, so should we pray and then release them? Yes, let's okay. pray. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this time to be able to speak to your people, your children, whom you love. We know you are for marriages. 
We know you created marriage and you love those who are married, married, Lord God. We thank you that when we said I do to each other, when we got married, you said I do to us as well, Amen. Lord God. So yes. we love you. We ask you to protect all the marriages that are around here and help us all to create great mission statements that point us directly to you and the will that you have for our lives and for our marriages. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will see or talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.